Welcome back to Inside TBT. As mentioned on the last episode, we are upping it to two episodes per week, which means really three to four, maybe even five interviews per week as we approach TBT. We are officially less than three weeks with all the action tipping off on July 19th. I'm Andrew Zolden, the host of Inside TBT, and the guests on today's show are AJ Slaughter, who's playing with Everline Drive for another year of TBT, a fantastic guard. He talks some great stories. His international basketball career is super exciting. We get into all that. And then we got Miles Dredd on the show, who actually just wrapped his final year at Penn State and now is playing with the Happy Valley Hoopers, the Penn State alumni team. Exciting stuff in year 10 of TBT. Let's get to these interviews right now. All right, joining me now on Inside TBT from the Happy Valley Hoopers and Penn State, Miles Dredd, welcome to the show. Appreciate you having me. Absolutely. You know, I wanted to set this up because it's always cool when guys go from, you know, straight from the NCAA tournament to TBT. So we'll definitely hit on TBT a little bit. But first and foremost, you had a great year at Penn State. The team had a great year. Your guys' team was awesome. Would love to just hear, you know, your thoughts on this incredible season that you guys just recently had. I mean, this season was magical, man. Like I tell people all the time, like, you know, me coming back from a, sh- a shoulder surgery, you know, we had a bunch of guys transfer out and, you know, we were really trying to find ourselves, you know, throughout the off season, you know, we went to the transfer portal. We got some amazing, amazing pickups from Cam Winner and Andrew Funk, Mikey Han, and they were such a big help for us. And they, you know, Cam Winter hit two buzzer beaters back to back for us to even have a chance to go to the NCAA tournament, you know? So, I mean, I'm just so grateful that I got to be a part of something so special. How fun was that big 10 tournament run after the great season you guys were able to put together? Man, it was like, so for me, I'd only, the most games I'd ever won in the big 10 tournament was two. And it was like amazing to see like, Cause we kept like, we knew how good we were. And sometimes we just kind of struggled to put it together, but it really felt like we hit our stride, like right at the right time. And things are just clicking. We were playing together, you know, playing great basketball. And we finally got a chance to like really show the world, like, you know, like Penn state's here. Like, and we played some, some great teams and, you know, we got the best of them. And I mean, we lost to Purdue. It was, I don't know how much we lost by like three or four, but like, I mean, to be down as much as we were after playing four straight games, after playing three straight games, going into the fourth, like, you know, that's tough to do. And, you know, we took it on the chin and we just said, screw it. We're just going to go fight. And we fought our butts off. So obviously you had played in Chicago before in the Big Ten tournament, been to Chicago, but a little bit of an extended Chicago stay this time. What did, what did you and the team do during your time in Chicago outside of basketball? Uh, we were actually really amazed with the whole St. Patrick's Day thing with the Green River. I'd never seen that before. I heard about it because I'm from Detroit originally, so I heard about it, but it was really cool to see. And our hotel, we shared a hotel with um, Indiana. And I'm good friends with a couple of guys on Indiana's team. So 
you know, we'd hang out a little bit here and there, but you know, really, I mean, it was strictly business. I mean, we were there, we were on spring break, so not a lot of us had homework to do, which was great. Um, you know, we'd watch Netflix or, you know, we'd, um, Andrew Funk and our strength and conditioning coach, uh, Greg Muskinis, I know they were playing chess, love playing chess, but I mean, we were watching a lot of the other conference tournament games as well, too. It's funny to hear you say homework because literally a, a month from now, you will officially be a professional basketball player and you'll be able to think back that the three months ago you were worried about homework, but TBT it's, it's really become an extension of college careers. So for yeah. you, what was the biggest reason why you decided to play this summer with the happy Valley Hoopers? I mean, John Hera is a lot of the reason why I played basketball for as long as I did. I mean, he was, you know, he kept me, motivated when I was injured. He kept me motivated when things got hard. You know, he's one of my best friends and I give a lot of thanks to him and to, the, for him to come reach out to me and say, Hey, you know, we're, we're putting this together. And it happened. They announced that we were going to form a team during the season. And obviously, you know, I was like, well, I don't know yet. We're still playing. You know, I still got to figure this out. But as soon as the season was over and I knew I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm playing. No question. Like I have, no doubt in my mind that I want to play with these guys again. Um, and fortunately, I've actually gotten to play. I'm one of the few people that I've gotten to play with everybody that's on the roster. Um, not a lot of guys can say that. So that I thought that was pretty cool, too. It's very cool. And you got Jamari Wheeler, who became a Buckeye for a few months. You got him back in a yeah. Penn State uniform. <laughs> I got to ask you, practicing against him, he's got to be an annoying player to go up against oh. in practice. He's a pest. My goodness, like for, for somebody to be, you know, in the top, like the 99th percentile in steals in the country every year he's played, like you can only imagine what practice is like when, you know, there's no referees out there or, you know, coach, your coaches are the referees. Like mm -hmm. he's getting steals left and right, making people mad. He's just, that's just who he is as a basketball player. Love to play with him, hate to play against him. That's the, that's the best way I know how to describe it. There's a lot of big name guys on the team. You know, we just talked Jamari. We talked John Hera. I got to tell you, I mean, this is a championship caliber team without it. But what about Jalen Pickett? I mean, are you are you hitting him up? Or are you like, hey, man, come on. This is this is an opportunity. Get a little bread. You know, keep repping you know, Penn State. We need you, man. Yeah, no, I definitely hit him up. Uh, but I think he's uh, trying to go trying to go to the big leagues. Um, I'm not too mad at him for it. You know, I, I, I respect his hustle. And he earned it. You know what I mean? Like he, he put the work in and he's still continuing to put the work in. And I know he's going to have a great NBA career. I, I agree. I think he's, he's a great player. I do this, this basketball pool every year where you pick guys from each group of four seeds to, and it's just the total points throughout the yeah. whole March madness. And Pickett was one of my first picks. I was like, that's gotta be a guy on the team. You know, he's just going to stick his ass into the defender dribble down and get a bucket. Another, another practice question. Who's your favorite like practice teammate, a guy that like, you know, you're going to get the shots up. You need a guy that, you know, if it does get a little more intense, he's, he's ready to take it to another level in practice of all your years at Penn state, who was like your favorite practice teammate. It's between two guys. I would say um, probably between Lamar Stevens and, um, 
Seth Lundy. Like when when practice, me and Seth, we've had some battles, man. Like in practice, you know, we've gone at each other like, like we were like brothers, you know, like we fight, we argue, you know, we're talking trash, like. But we know, like, right after practice is over, you know, we can come back in the locker room and kick and have fun. But, like, when it comes to that court time, especially when practice gets intense and coaches are yelling and, you know, we may have lost the game before, so we know we got to pick it up. Like, me and him have always gone at it. And the same thing with Lamar. Like, we weren't – we were obviously different players, but just the way matchups worked out, a lot of times we were guarding each other. And we both, like – we're opposites of each other in a way. Like he's taller. I'm a little shorter, you know, he's more athletic. I'm a shooter. Like we were just, you know, doing things that the other didn't do. And, and we, we would just go at it, you know, and Lamar was one of the most competitive dudes you could ever meet, you know, like, and he would let you know about it too. That's great. I, I think you might break the record. You mentioned you being a shooter. You might break the record for most threes attempted in a single TBT <laughs> game this year. Cause I know, I know you're going to come out fiery, but if you had any conversations with the team or the coach, like, Hey miles. And I know we're like a month away. So starts talking like miles, every time you get the ball, shoot it. No. Um, you know, I, we have not had any of those specific conversations just yet, but I do know that Ross Condon is our head coach. And that was his spiel to me when I was actually playing at Penn state. So uh, I don't I don't assume it's gonna be too much different than that, but you know, you never know. <laughs> I got a I got a couple fun questions for you, but before we get to that, a couple more TBT things. All right, you're in the Syracuse regional. Couple you got the two most recent TBT champions in there with um Bayheim's army, obviously Syracuse and the host. And Blue Collar U, who if TBT had it, would be the overall number one seed. So you'd potentially have to go through those teams. And technically, Bayheim's Army has the 2020 champs also. Not sure how familiar you are with TBT, but they added a bunch of the guys from the Golden Eagles team that won in the bubble. You're used to being, you know, an underdog, having played at Penn State, being a lower seed. What do you think about having the two previous champions in your regional just to win three games? You'll have to beat two of those teams potentially. You know, like you said, and I've been an underdog my whole life, you know, and you know, I'm really excited to get out there and play. You know, I know they got some great guys on those teams and, you know, we got some very talented guys on our team too, you know, and differences. I think we've played together and we, you know, we have one of the most connected groups, especially on a team like the TBT team where you're pulling guys from different teams and even from the same organization, but from different teams, they weren't necessarily together. Like me and John have played with everybody that's on the roster. Like from the Sheps to the Jamari and Sam, like everybody that's been here on the team, Josh Reeves, like we played together and played with each other at some point. And, you know, that is something that is one special too. We all come from a, a very similar cloth in terms of who recruited us, you know, who wanted us to be around their program. And I'm really excited to play for that. It's super exciting. All right. I want to finish this out with a couple of fun questions. First question, least favorite place to play in the Big Ten. Mm. See, I'm weird like this, but, like, I like the hostile environments. So, normally you probably get an answer like, you know, Purdue or the Rack or Breslin. But, like, and I'm from Michigan, so I love playing Michigan, Michigan State. But 
probably least favorite, I'd probably have to say, like, Northwestern or Minnesota. Because, like, they're just difficult places to play. Like, you know, it's, it's just, uh, I don't like, actually, it's Minnesota. I don't like the elevated court. I've never been a fan of the sitting down below the bench and the courts here. I never really liked that. So I'd probably say Minnesota. Well, also with Minnesota, there's like a 90% chance you're going to have a snow delay on the way out. <laughs> no question. <laughs> I remember one year we were out there and it was like negative eight. And it said on our phone, like on the iPhone, it said negative. It felt like negative 20. And oh. I was like, what? I was like, why are we here? <laughs> like, this is cold, but this is ridiculous. Like, come on. So I love it. All right. Player that you hated matching up against has to be like a three or four year guy. Can't be like a, you know, a guy comes in one and done, had 30 against you. I need a guy that you knew you were battling twice a year, every year. Who was that guy that you hated? Hmm. Hated? Hated, but like obviously had a lot of respect for, but you're like, yeah. all right, this Trace Jackson Davis is about to dunk it 30 times against us tonight. I hate that we have to play him again. I'd probably say Brad Davison from Wisconsin. Like, he's just a competitive, strong, skilled, you know, smart basketball player. And he's one of those guys where if you make a mistake, he's going to exploit it and he's going to let you know about it. Um, I love playing against Brad. I'd say Brad Davison. That's a, that's a great answer. All right. You're in Minnesota. The flight just got canceled. Your only way to get back to Penn state is you have to drive. Okay. And you stop at a gas station convenience store and you can only get two snacks for the whole drive. What are you getting? Well, Minnesota to Penn State is like a 16 hour drive. <laughs> so I'd probably I'll probably get like a sandwich or something, right? Like, you know, no, a meal, you're you're getting meals along the way. Oh, I just okay, want to okay. know so I just want to know your snack okay. order. Snack order, I'll probably get some Uts honey barbecue chips. And a bag of Swedish fish. Those Love are good. You fish. you really got to separate those because if you get the uts like stuck in your teeth, yeah, and then you got the Swedish fish going in there. The trip, for sure, for sure. I don't know. I don't know if you're a Trader Joe's guy, but Love Trader it. Joe's has their brand of Swedish fish called Scandinavian Swimmers. You got to get them. Ooh. Better than Swedish fish. Interesting. I might yeah. have to. I might have to look into that. All right. Last question for you. When you committed to Happy Valley Hoopers, I tweeted. The Thanos Marvel quote when he says, dread it, run from it, destiny still arrives, or some iteration of that. Two-part question. First one, did you like that, and are you a Marvel fan? Uh, yes, I did like it, and yes, I am a Marvel fan. And the second question is, what's your favorite Marvel movie? Favorite Marvel movie? I'm old school. I'm going to say, like, the original Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire. Ooh, uh, I'm a huge Tobey Maguire fan. A lot of people are like, you know, I like Andrew Garfield or I like uh, Tom Holland, but I mean, I don't think anybody did it better than Tobey Maguire. So I the like original that. Spider Man with the Green Goblin and James, um, what was it not James Franco? Yeah, James Franco and um, Kristen Dunst. All those, yeah. Oh, so you're like you're like a big fan. But yeah, I, I really, yeah, I like the Spider-Man movies, yeah. Did you see the new cartoon Spider-Verse yet? 
I have not. I have to go see it. Let me tell you, get yourself a bag of Swedish fish and go watch <laughs> the Spider-Verse movie because it's it's incredible. That's what's up. I definitely got to go check it out. All right, before I get you out of here, this is how we wrap this up. Any questions for me? It does not have to be TBT related. It can be anything. I know you barely know me. We're going to get to know each other throughout TBT, but any questions? You know I'm a you're, Marvel guy. Yeah, but I do know that you're from Chicago. I am. And so I, I always ask this question a lot to people that are from Chicago. Is Chicago-style pizza better than New York-style pizza? Ooh, that's a great question. So I'm a little numb to Chicago-style pizza. Like, the big one is Lou Malnati's. When people yes. come into town, it's like, you got to try Lou Malnati's. I grew up getting Lou Malnati's like it was Domino's. You know, we had one right. on every corner where I grew up. So I really, really, really like Chicago style pizza. I think it's in just like its own category with New York style. I'm going to answer it and I'm going to take the political way to answer this and say what I would say if I was running for president and trying to get Michigan voters. All right. <laughs> Detroit style pizza is unbelievable. I mean, I know Detroit style pizza is the best. A lot of people don't believe me when I say that, but I'm glad you I'm glad you agree with me. I'm never I'm never going to say, whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't want that. I would rather go get New York or I would rather get pizza's pizza. It's all good. But Detroit style is probably the most low key. And it's it's incredible. So crispy. Every piece, every piece is crust. Yes, sir. (laughs) What's what's your favorite Detroit style chain? Buddies. Buddies. I don't know if I've had that. The best piece in Detroit. Buddies, for sure. All right. Who's the best basketball player to ever come out of Detroit? I mean, I guess you got to say Chris Webber, right? I like Derek Coleman, Derek Coleman, Chris Webber. Yeah, probably Chris Webber, though. All right. Last question. Yeah. I know I said last question like five times. Most <laughs> most famous person in your phone? Uh, Spice Adams. Spice Ooh. Adams. Yeah, Ooh. That's my guy. That's a funny one. That's a Chicago yeah. guy. Yes. Well, he's actually a Detroit guy, but he yeah. lives in Chicago. Yes. Yeah. He's now a Chicago guy. All right. If yeah. you're ever in Chicago and you haven't seen Spider-Verse yet, me, you, Spice Adams, a bag, a bag of Swedish fish, Spider-Verse. Let's do it. All right. Miles Dredd, happy Valley Hoopers. I appreciate you coming on the show. Good luck this summer. And I'm, I don't know if I'm going to be in Syracuse, but I'll definitely be in Philly. So maybe the Penn State fans will get to come watch you uh, in the semifinals and finals in Philly. Yes, sir. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. All right, joining me now on Inside TBT, currently in Venezuela, but getting set for another year with Everline Drive, AJ Slaughter. Welcome to the show. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me again. Absolutely. Love when we get to have you on, but this time we get to have you on as the guy who knocked off Luca. FIBA basketball. I want to start there because that was a big story. That was an upset win for you guys, but I obviously don't know the full details. I just want you to tell me about that experience. Man, that was crazy. I mean, that whole uh, that whole Eurobasket run was crazy. Um, just starting, just starting in the in the in the rounds of the group stages. You know, we got to play against uh, Jokic and uh, Serbia. Um, we had a good showing and made it to the knockout stages and, and got a chance to go up against one of the, you know what I'm saying, best player, best players in the world right now in Luka and Slovenia. They were the, the defending champs of the Eurobasket. And um, for us to pull off that upset, it was the biggest win in Polish basketball history. You know, um, 
it was just a amazing great great feeling for everybody you know my son was also able to come to germany uh, to to see the game so it was nice and he got a picture with uh with luca and joker too so that was that'd be special when he grows up and see that i saw that picture that was a great picture would you be able to explain to me how you're on the polish national team i know i've done i've done the research but for the people who don't know yeah, well, uh, back in 2015, uh, Mike Taylor was was a uh, coach for the national team, uh, and uh, he reached out to me. You know, and they were recruiting. With the national teams, you can get you're allowed to get one naturalized citizen, where you can naturalize a citizen that's really not per se from that country or you know from that um, background. So I was their naturalized citizen since 2015, and. Uh, I mean, I have no Polish background roots or, you know, never even played in the Polish league, but I was recruited to play and uh, it's been history since. Do you play in the playoffs with or in the Olympics with them? Yeah, if we if we make it to the Olympics, I'll play with them. Uh, we have uh, a World Cup is this summer. We didn't qualify for World Cup, but we have a uh, pre-Olympic qualifications in August. So um, we'll have to we'll have to we'll have to get some more big upsets to make it to the Olympics. But anything could happen. All right. Last question about this in the soccer world cup. If Poland plays the U S who are you cheering for? Ooh, that'd be, it. I got, I gotta, I gotta go. I gotta go U S. But right. uh, um, Paul, be a nice game. It'll be a nice game. Yeah. All right. So let's, let's talk some TBT and Eberline drive. You guys have a tough first round matchup this year. You're the three seed in Louisville. You'll take on, the Jackson, Tennessee underdogs talk about guard playing this game between you. And then you're going up against Jalen Barford and DeSante Bradford, who are now in the underdogs before we get there tough loss last year in round one of TBT. Why do you think Everline drive will be able to bounce back this year? Uh, we reconstructed some things with our roster, you know, um, last year, last year was kind of, I think a down year with us, you know, roster wise, you know, what, usually expect from Everline Drive, um, you know, and I, I went down early in that game. First first quarter, I sprained my ankle um, early. So um, this year, I think it's definitely will be a bounce back year for us. Um, we've added some guys that's been on the team before and Archie Goodwin and uh, um, Emmett Williams. So we're, we're, we're excited about our team and uh, we'll come ready to play game one. We know we got a tough matchup. It's going to, like you said, it's going to be some nice guard play. So, uh We'll see who prevails. I heard some rumors that you were maybe going to play with the Louisville team as one of their uh, naturalized players, as a non, as a non uh, Louisville player. What happened there? Why'd you ultimately decide to stick with uh, the drive? Uh, you know, just I'm just I've been loyal to those guys. You know, uh, my guy Matt, the GM. I've just been loyal, and I, I love the way they run things. You know, um, it's really a, it's really. It's really a great program. You know, they really take care of their players. It's, it's very well organized. And we can just focus on playing basketball. You know, with TBT, it's a it's a it's a lot of stuff off the court that has to happen. And it's it's good when you can just, you know, just be just come to the game and be ready to play and not have to worry about all the ins and out of TBT. But um, you know, Louisville is their first year playing, you know, they they have a good roster, you know, and it's gonna be exciting to be back home and hopefully we can get a matchup with them. Well, let's talk about this first round matchup this year. Jackson underdogs, like we talked about, you will be matched up with either Barford or Bradford, just based on how, you know, matchups work. Are you excited 
about the opportunity to get to play against, you know, some good guard player? Are you like, damn, what a tough first round matchup? No, nah, definitely excited, man. You know, you always want to play the best of the best. And, you know, you know, those guys are are, are dogs and we know what we're in for. So it's, it's going to be an exciting game um, to play in, and especially for the fans to watch. All right, so Everline Drive is a team where there's no alumni association. You know, there's no guys that are, you know, quote-unquote required to be on the team. You don't have to have X amount of guys from Wichita State on the squad. So you've played all over. If you could pull any of your former teammates and pull them into this Everline Drive team, who are you bringing with you? Man, my guy, my guy, he's usually been running with me, you know, every every since I play um... – play TVT. My guy, Jeremy Evans, man, we having a hard time, you know, trying to, trying to push him to lock in. You know, he's had a, he's had a long season. Um, he actually just finished winning a championship in Dubai. Um, you know, and you know, this time is very precious to, you know, especially overseas players, uh, spending time with family and vacation and resting. So um, if we could, if I could pull him along, man, I would, I'll have to say my guy, Jeremy Evans. Is Louisville the closest to home that you've played in, you know, X amount of years since college. Yeah, it will be. Yeah, right in Freedom Hall. It's you know like twenty minutes from my house. Uh, all my family and friends will be there. So this is this will be a special. This will be a special uh, TVT for me. Yeah, how excited are you about that to get to play in front of your family when you know normally you're thousands of miles away? Right, right. I'm excited, man. Like I said, you know, all my family and friends is is right there in the backyard and can just make a short trip to, you know, come see me play some good basketball and uh, hopefully get a chance to compete for the million dollars. All right, last question I got for you. You're a veteran now with the Elam ending. If someone's using the Elam ending for the first time, they're a new alumni team, they're a new TBT team, what's your advice when you get to those last few minutes of the game? Uh, I, don't, I don't know if I want to give that kind of information up. No, I'm joking, I'm joking. Um um, attack the basket, attack the basket. Um, don't, don't let your foot up off the pedal. Um, especially if you're, if you're leading going into the Elam ending, you want to attack the basket, keep putting pressure on the defense and, um, try not to foul. All right. Anything else you want people to know about the squad, about the drive, about you? Let's hear it. Now we're just excited, man. You know, I really, I really feel confident in this team that we put together this year, you know, um, and uh, we'll, we'll be ready. We'll be ready to play come uh, July. All right. Well, there you go. AJ Slaughter back for another year with Everline Drive. Tough schedule between Jackson round one and potentially the Ville round two. But if anyone's ready for it, it's AJ and the drive. Thanks for coming on. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. Hope you enjoyed those interviews. If you did enjoy them and you want to follow us, give us a follow at Inside TBT on both Twitter and Instagram. Make sure you're following the tournament on both Twitter and Instagram. I'm going to say this. We are dangerously, dangerously close to TBT in a sense that there's a lot of news coming out every day, a lot of content coming every day. Lock in. It's TBT time. Next Wednesday, we got two more interviews coming. Friday after that, two more interviews. Saturday or Wednesday after that, two more interviews, so on and so forth until July 19th. Talk to y'all soon. Clocking out early, that's the dish I don't like. Been getting paid since I was riding on the bike. Hit the pedal with the eighth, hopping on the ninth flight. I've been chilling out of sight, I'll be at the bar tonight. Told the bartender, go and take my car to swipe. You try the same thing, but your car get declined. White rappers never.
same ish. Lazy, my grind needs to get a new facelift. Coming from the underground and busting through the pavement. Rock with it and lean with it. My team win it. My team win it. Now rock with it and lean with it. My team turn up when I spit it. Now rock with it and lean with it. My team win it. My team win it. Now rock with it and lean with it. My team turn up when I spit it. Don't think that I'm playing because I'm saving the game and I said that I will be more because oh yeah that it's so raving, racing and pacing around all these lames in my lane out my way unless you're trying to pay me. From the playpen, it's coming from the jungle. When you hear the bell, you better be ready to rumble. Because I'ma grab the gloves and I'm gonna flex my muscles. Go ahead and spit some bars, but you're probably just gonna mumble. A lot of rappers these days really need to get them humble. Cause they think they at the top, they better stop before they stumble. Cause I'm swiping all their biddies while they swiping right on bumble. And your girl, he calls me daddy, but she only calls you uncle. But no, we not related, homie. No, we not some fam. You never get in clubs, you can't even get in sand. You never get in like the browns from the land when push comes to shove wave that towel in your hand rock with it and lean with it my team win it my team win it now rock with it and lean with it my team